Welcome to the Wild and Free Podcast, Episode 52. I'm Ainsley Arment, and this week, Tony Weber joins us to talk about letting go of our children after a lifetime of preparing them. You know, it's it's a daily dance, that's what motherhood is, and raising children of of knowing when to jump in and, and be there and hold, you know, hold them up and knowing when to step back. Plus, we're giving you a sneak peek at the new Music of Mozart course by Rachel Kovac. So grab a cup of coffee and join us on the front porch. Let's get started. There's a Swahili word, mamatoto, which literally means mother baby. I love and marvel at this word each time I hear it. It expresses the concept that a mother and infant are not two separate people, but connected in body and spirit. It implies that what impacts one impacts the other, and what is good for one is good for the other. It's a picture of the transcendent bond of mother and baby, even long after birth. To me, motherhood and homeschooling will always be one and the same. And while the way we connect with our children changes as they grow from babies and toddlers into adolescents and teens, the things we share with them still make profound impressions. Women who are on the cusp of becoming mothers are a lot like mothers on the cusp of becoming homeschoolers. They express excitement, divulge their fears, and ask for any and all advice for getting through those early days. What they're about to experience is a life of sharing. You see, much like motherhood, home education isn't about teaching. This lifestyle doesn't boil down to plans made months in advance or the proficiency at which you structure your days. The methodologies, philosophies, and even theologies don't mean a whole lot to our children if they are merely administered to them. At the end of the day, this homeschooling life is really about sharing. Sharing our dreams about what this journey could be with our children. Sharing our desire to learn alongside them. Sharing our passions and interests to give them a unique learning experience. Sharing our failures so they know perfection is not the goal. And lastly, sharing our time. It's so easy to see homeschooling as a checklist for academic, social, and physical development. But we are doing our children and ourselves a disservice when we reduce their education to a daily schedule of courses, chores, and activities. If we truly want to give them a living and breathing education, we must live and breathe alongside them. Knowing that we still fuel them with this bond is a fluid, often unpredictable life force and requires being generous with our love and grace. Yes, dear mama, homeschooling is an extension of parenting, a depiction of our family culture, and the collective song that we share together. In just a moment, we're going to hear from Tony Weber. But first, I'm thrilled to share about a new course we think you'll love. It's called The Music of Mozart, and it's by Rachel Kovac, a holistic four-week course for kids of all ages. It covers the life and works of Mozart and includes tutorials, videos, printable worksheets, and step-by-step instructions for handcrafts. You'll also receive a copy of Rachel's beautiful, full-color, 24-page booklet, which introduces the subject shares the approach for each day's lesson, and provides a list of resources used in the course. 
The course is now available to the Wild and Free community. You can learn more about it, watch a teaser video, and see the contents at bewildandfree.org slash Mozart. Tony Weber just completed 33 years of homeschooling her children. If anyone knows what the complete motherhood journey looks like, from birthing babies to now raising grandbabies, it's this woman. She recently sat down with Jennifer Rapido to talk about releasing our children after a lifetime of raising them. Let's listen in. I thought it'd be fun to talk about getting embarrassed because as moms, like I don't know where this comes from. But there's this idea that our children's behavior is reflective on our mm-hmm. aptitude as mothers. Mm-hmm. And so even from the earliest days, like our, our child won't take a nap when they're supposed to, or they're not nursing very well, or, or we have to give them a bottle, or um, you know, way on into my child's not reading and their friends are reading. My child's mm-hmm. not doing as well as math, at math. My child stuttered over his presentation. It goes on and on. Mm-hmm. My child made a stupid Instagram post. Like, you know what I mean? It goes on and on into adulthood mm-hmm. that we feel embarrassed mm-hmm. when our kids make mistakes. I just want to talk, you know, kind of get some of your feedback about how you've yeah. dealt with that. Because I know you and I both want so badly to do well. Yeah. You know, and exactly. so I think that sometimes when we're intentional about parenting, it can hurt even worse. Yeah, yeah. I Well, I personally have struggled with that quite a bit <laughs> throughout the years. And even even now sometimes, you know, I, I have just given my whole self to my children. They've been my world, <laughs> raising them and homeschooling them and just wanting the best for them. And so, yeah, it could be very tempting to feel responsible when they make a poor choice or make a mistake or, you know, and I'm talking about after they're grown, too. Like, I can still feel like, okay, I'm rifling back through the files in my mind trying to figure out, okay, where did I blow it that caused this issue, you know? And it just hit me, you know, I wish it would have sooner, but um, a couple years ago, I just was feeling like, you know what, you are not responsible for what they choose to do or not do. They are their own unique, beautiful individuals, their own person with a free will. And it doesn't all reflect back on you, any of the negative. It can't, you can't carry that. And also as well as like all the beauty in their life. We can't take credit for all that either. So yeah, I've just learned to really just let go, you know, by telling myself the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's so good, Tony, because I, I deal with the same thing. You know, I have some children who are just different mm-hmm. and, and some of the things they do, and especially because we're in such a a loud world, you know what I mean, where mm-hmm. where in the past maybe if your children did something that embarrassed you, mm-hmm. it was a little more private. And now mm-hmm. because of social media, there's just this great opportunity yeah. to have children do things that we're like um, why are you posting a picture of that? Or, you know. know, why are you doing this? And and yet, if you look at biographies or you look at Bible stories, there have always been good parents who had bad children, bad parents who had good children. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> reflect on our success if mm-hmm. our children are struggling. Exactly, yeah. I've, I've definitely have felt those times where, like, I really wanted my children to shine for me because I wanted, you know, to 
just stand kind of in that spotlight, like, look, I'm doing a good job. I've done a good job. But um, it's not about me. It's not about me. We're not, it's not about grooming trophies, you know, for ourselves. It's about just helping them shine as the treasures they already are, you know, who they're meant to be. It's not about us. Yeah, I love that. And it's interesting, too. I've read a couple. I've listened to a couple podcasts or read a couple biographies lately. Uh, one was Yvonne Chouinard, the founder of Patagonia. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the brothers, I can't remember their name right now, who started the company Life is Good. Mm-hmm. And both of them had kind of working class childhoods, but they were both sort of wild in their teen years. Like Yvonne Chouinard was living out of his car and you know got married and was living mm-hmm. out of his car and then ended up owning this hundred million, you know, billion whatever dollar business. Mm-hmm. And the Life is Good wow. guys, they were kind of like you know, out on the weekend selling their t-shirts and probably partying. And mm-hmm. you know, neither of them necessarily at this, at some point in their life, were probably making their parents proud. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Both of their parents were probably like, "Oh my gosh, what are they doing?" Because mm-hmm. they don't have a good job. They're not going to college. What is going on here? And yet, both of them, <laughs> in many in many ways, were very successful. And right. I think that part of our children's success involves making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And yet, as parents, we can be so antagonistic towards mistakes. Yeah. Well, and life involves making mistakes. You know, we can't separate that out from the equation. You know, no matter that we've homeschooled and dedicated our whole life to raise these children, you know, and just pour into them. I mean, life is life will have mistakes in it, and that happens to all of us, you know. And we as mothers need to not forget that. Yeah. What are some of the things that you tell yourself You know, I loved that quote that I read this morning from Cindy Rollins' book about realizing that you are not the potter, that's just not all up to you. And that's been so comforting to me to to recognize that, you know, this child is his own unique personality. He is his own person Mm -hmm. and, you know, or she is her own person and and I've got to give them space to Mm -hmm. figure things out on their own. What have been some of the things that you've said to yourself to help you work through those emotions of embarrassment or shame when your children make mistakes? I just really believe, I guess basically what I, I, I spoke in the very beginning, you know, that they are individuals with a free will, you know, and they, they are their own person. And I can't control every aspect of their actions or their decisions, and nor do I want to. <laughs> but I think it's really a practice in, for us as mothers to just step back and let them be who they're going to be. Let them be who they're going to be in the moment. We talk a lot about that as mothers homeschooling. You know, that's part of my message is, you know, you can't, you can't be all things to your kids all the time. Just be who you are right now. Do the best that you can with who you are right now. And I just, I think we need to give our kids space to do that too, to walk through life, experience life and make those decisions too. Just be who they are in the moment and not let it rock our world so much if it doesn't look quite like we wanted it to. Did you know that Wild and Free has over a thousand groups all over the world? These communities, both large and small, were started by mamas just like you who wanted to bring other like-minded homeschoolers together for nature hikes, handcraft fairs, and mama's nights out. Because of this, our Wild and Free group leaders are the heart and soul of this community. They're all a part of moving relationships out of the confines of Instagram squares and into real life. 
That's why we're thrilled to announce our first ever Wild and Free group leader retreat at the Wild and Free Farm Village this April 3rd through 5th. If you're a group leader, join us for this very special gathering where we plan to equip you, encourage you, support you, and spoil you as you pour into the mamas of your own communities. To learn more, go to bewildandfree.org slash groupleaders. Now back to Tony and Jen. And, and what would you tell a mom? Because I think that the flip side of that is people who start saying, well, it doesn't matter what I do. My kids are going to turn out how they're going to turn out. And so why even bother homeschooling? You know, why even bother oh. trying to make a wonderful childhood from, for them? Or why, why even bother if, it do, if, it has, if the outcome has nothing to do with my effort now? Oh, but I, it does. It does. We're, we're talking about giving our children space and letting them be their own person. But obviously, parents are powerful, and our presence and our input and our love and our care absolutely has a huge effect on shaping them and nurturing their hearts. So you can't step away from that. That's just as important, and it does make a big difference. But I think there's, there's a line, there's a fine line where we as parents have to disnavigate. And I, I don't know that there's a formula you can throw out there and say, do this when you get to this stage, do that. <laughs> you know, It's kind of like a dance. You just have to take cues from your children You know, when maybe you're overstepping, you know, maybe trying to control too much or have too much of a say. I'm... I think when I'm saying this, I'm thinking of older children because that's where I'm at now, you know, and I have a teenager and stuff. So you're not going to parent an 18-year-old like you would a 10-year-old. You know, it's, it's a daily dance. That's what motherhood is and raising children of, of knowing when to jump in and, and be there and hold, you know, hold them up and knowing when to step back and like, okay, I'm going to... Yeah. So... Over the years, like, have there been any parenting or homeschooling books that you feel like have succeeded the test of time? Because I think that there often have been, you know, a parenting book that told you how to do this one thing and then you'd get this one outcome, and that can be so counterproductive. But on the other hand, there is sometimes wisdom. Like, I feel like the Charlotte Mason Companion has sort of Mm -hmm. stood the test of time where I still appreciate a lot of the things that she mentioned in there. Yeah. I'm honestly I'm out of the book world as far as reading books about homeschooling and parenting. I I haven't been doing that in quite a long time because I just for myself I felt like I just came into a comfortable groove with where I was at and who I was at and how I was doing things. So yeah, I, I'm not going to have a lot of suggestions as far as book titles go. Well, it's interesting too because right <laughs> now we're we're doing this podcast backstage at the Nashville Con- or the Franklin Conference. Mm-hmm. And Terry Woods is speaking. And I talked to her daughter a little bit mm-hmm. on a podcast. Hopefully that'll be out around the same time. But we were talking about how strength of conviction can carry you a long way in the absence of a book or, or maybe in place of a book. Because mm-hmm. I think that our children are going to basically think that we know what we're doing if mm-hmm. we act like we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so often I think it's our insecurity that can be as damaging as not doing the right thing. Oh, you know, I think sometimes doing what we think is best with confidence is more effective than trying to figure out right. the one right way. Exactly. And I would add to that too, that your kids can sense when you're fearful about things and you're making decisions from a fearful base. And and my kids have called me out on that, and 
it, it can be damaging. You know, you don't want to transfer fears to your kids when they're younger like that. I think they're more vulnerable to kind of carrying that. You know, we model for them how to walk through life. If they see mom getting fearful in certain situations and reacting out of fear, you know, you're teaching them that that's what we do when we get into that kind of situation. We're afraid. So that's a big lesson I've learned. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Um, we're studying the life of King Alfred right now, and one of my favorite quotes by him is, If thou hast a fearful thought, share it not with a weakling. Mm-hmm. Whisper it to thy saddlebow and ride forth singing. And I think he was talking about yeah. leading an army and this concept of, if you're a leader yeah. and as a mother you are yeah. a leader you have to go forth with confidence yes. and kind of you know talk to your friends about your fears talk mm-hmm. to your husband but not necessarily your mm-hmm. children and that doesn't mean that you don't apologize when you make a mistake but it does mean that you don't you know spend a lot of time kind of fretting about what the right thing to do is in yeah. front of them and likewise yeah i have many times been quiet when my kids were attempting to do something that that I myself at their age would have been fearful of doing, like either rejection or looking stupid. or And I felt this thing in me want to like hold them back because I'd want to protect them from that. But I knew, I knew it was so important to just bite my tongue and like let them be confident. Let them jump out there and try things and do things. Don't pass your fears or the things that you were weak in growing up to them. And that, that's been a huge, a huge lesson, and I'm so glad that for the most part I was able to keep that under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that is one place where community is so helpful because, you know, often we don't know, and, and also vulnerability, mm-hmm. you know, because if, if nobody is talking to each other, you don't know what is normal. And, and everybody's child might be going through the same thing, or, mm-hmm. you know, your, your friend's child might also be a late bedwetter or a late reader or whatever this big issue you're dealing with is and if you just had someone to talk to you guys could commiserate and you'd know you're not alone Mm -hmm. but when you when you're trying to figure it out and you're getting afraid about it Mm -hmm. it just causes so much isolation and and more anxiety right um so do you have any other like oh i wish i wish i'd known this then or kind of like any other advice for the young mom Gosh, I'm unlike you who are a pro at, at thinking on your feet. <laughs> I'm not very good. Now, I'm just going to say what, you, what everyone else says and might be kind of cliche by now, but it's so true now that I'm on the other end of this, is just to really enjoy your kids, really enjoy living life together. Don't fret over just you know details that really in the long run are not going to be so important. And just... just just be focused on who your children are becoming and not necessarily how much they can achieve. Yeah, that's really good, Tony, because I think I think also when our children feel like they are delightful and, and they feel that because mm-hmm. we're enjoying them, mm-hmm. then they have the confidence to try new things or to be brave about life. Mm-hmm. But when they have this sense from us that they are a burden or that they're going that they're on the verge of making mistakes because of our fear or our shame, it can cause so much anxiety in them about yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to podcast. <laughs> I'm really excited uh, it, for people also to hear the audio bundle from the conference yeah. because you read this letter that your children had wrote. Can you just say one thing from that letter? Um, no, I can't just say one thing because they wrote so many beautiful things and I just can't even, at the moment, I can't even 
pick out anything specific. It's kind of overwhelming. It's, I'm still savoring it. This yeah. was a gift they gave me last month. So, um, so all of your five children as kind of a gift to you upon graduating your last student. They, they wrote what it meant to them to be homeschooled to oh. me. Yeah, and it was beautiful. Yeah, well, I'm excited for people to hear that in the audio from the conference. So. Yeah, I will, I will drop this little hint. Nobody mentioned anything about how much they learned. It was all about things that are so much more weighty in life. How much they felt loved. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for sharing, Tony. Oh, thank you, Jen. Thanks, Tony. You are such an inspiration to all of us. Friends, we have an entire season of gatherings and events coming up at the Wild and Free Farm Village. Our new retreat center is located in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, and we can't wait to welcome you there. To find out what events are coming up, go to bewildandfree.org slash upcoming. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but join us again next week for the Wild and Free podcast.